0: We're going to start an actual incident about the monarchy on our Swift cycling podcast. Possibly we
1: should stop there.
0: Moo and good evening everybody. Brent Robinson here for what might be a Christmas episode of the Pinktron? It's a very special it's Christmas It's a Christmassy episode of the Pinktron <laughs> in any event. And I am joined in a Santa hat by... Craig Martin, Craig, what are you drinking?
1: I am drinking a
0: West Coast style IPA from Irresistibles. Very nice. I'm also joined by Antoinette Smith. Antoinette, what are you you drinking?
2: Hi, I've got um, this really fancy Candoni family Moscato. It says Italy on the bottle, so it's fancy.
1: Is it from Italy or is it Italy
3: style?
2: (laughs) It has Italy on the bottle.
3: Uh, Fragili,
0: perfect.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> we are also joined by in a santa hat with black fringe which i'm not quite sure i've ever seen that one and a hurts like hell burns like hell hoodie onesie chris greenland chris what are you drinking oh just
3: cracked a recovery hydration miller light and it kind of bubbled up everywhere so hang on <laughs> um yeah miller light and uh, i've got some 1792 i just found this in a cooler buried in my office uh it's the 12 year age 12 year expression it's kind of nice there's a nice one so i'm in like a bottle kill mode because i've got like so many bottles that are like two or three drinks in it so i might go through a few here try to create some space on the bar here for the holidays very good
0: very good also joined by in a T-Rex wearing the sweater that he is also wearing. Sean Fogenberg, Sean, what are you drinking? Got a couple
4: of uh beers in front of me, both mango style. Uh I'm also kind of in kill the cans mode from a party that we had a while ago. Some people brought a bunch of the Modelo Cheladas. And so I have a mango chili Modelo Chelada. We'll see how that goes. And if and when I decide it's bad, I have a the mango and stash mango IPA that I had last week.
0: That second thing sounds much better than that first thing.
4: Yeah, but we'll see how it goes. This might be, <laughs> this is my recovery drink.
0: <laughs> all right. And I am drinking the Eau Claire Distillery Christmas Gin and Tonic. You can't quite see it for all there, but I'll tell everyone, home, there's like little gold flecks that come in this gin. So that's pretty fun. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say I think that's called stronger <laughs> oh, it's our host it's gin. for the host. Christmas gin.
1: <laughs> Our host for tonight is Brent Robinson. After
4: it was pointed out that I said, he it, said, it. I said it to
0: start. Yeah, He did. Very yeah, he said. Yeah, it.
1: I'm <laughs> sorry.
4: I remember. Did I had not, in my notes. He did not point out that he is also wearing a Santa hat. He
0: is. I am also wearing a Santa hat. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. We had Heard Winter Racing week. Eight Innsbruck UCI with a summit finish. Um, I think, let's see, I know for sure. Antoinette, have you raced this too? No. Side so in your herd kit. No, okay. So we know Chris oh. and Sean <laughs> raced races one and two. Craig, you did broadcast with me for race two. Yeah. This is like one of the great races. Uh, Chris, how did race one go?
3: Pretty well. I actually hit my I would missed my best 20-minute power by one watt. Whew
1: which That's I legit. wasn't
3: expecting to be able to do, but it was nice. I got a nice toe up most of the mountain by uh, herd rider, Mitchell Potter, uh, and then hopped on some wheels that were trying to go for it and got towed the rest of the way. Um, I was with a, a rider who mistook the finish line for the KOM banner. So um, I got an extra place after that when he went to zero, but then uh, he wasn't even on Zwift power anyway. So I would have gotten that place regardless. Uh, but it's good. I love this climb. Twenty low twenty-ish minutes for me. Reasonable inclines, just the right distance. It really, I mentioned this before. It, it's just really true to life. It feels very realistic um, for being out on the road, and it's a good test to power for me. It forces you to go up it. So back into B. Back into Attaboy. B uh, with thirty-six glorious hours of being firmly planted, both in Zwift power and category enforcement in the C category. I am back into B. You said hell no. <laughs> I gotta had to figure out a way back.
0: Nicely done, nicely done, Sean. How was race two? Uh, I don't know how it was
4: at the front. You guys would <laughs> know that, but uh, I I was with them until the climb started. Um, yeah, I I actually set a new. I, I think I was one watt off my thirty minute uh, power PR. Um, and. 20-ish watts off 20 minutes um, but yeah the uh, Alan Alan Bray, Eric Sedgwick I was I was able to stick with some of the low mid B herd riders for the first say half of the climb uh, at a power that I thought I might be able to hold um, that I've that I've done better for 20 25 minutes earlier in earlier in the year wasn't able to hold that um but i did pr the climb by about a minute um so happy with that
0: yeah very nice very nice
1: just on that commentary uh that the front of
4: that race was insane yeah it seemed like it uh i i know that um you know chris chris averaged Three seven or so for the climb in, in race one, and finished twelfth or so, something like that. Yeah, and, I, th- uh, I
1: think you would have needed four or five to to get twelfth on this one. It was uh, it was crazy.
0: Yeah, it was very aggressive. I was like, I don't, I yeah, I know the guys. Like I, sometimes, well, I can't really keep up with Alex on a hill like that. No. Yeah, twelfth like, was four or five
4: uh and four four six for 20 minutes
0: yeah like paul shucker or andy kroll those guys are sometimes my speed and they were back to like 16 17 yeah so yeah i would have been back in the low 20s probably again
4: (laughs) it is it is demoralizing when you are uh just about halfway up the climb and you start seeing the the names pop up on the leaderboard
0: (laughs) yeah they were ridiculous no doubt yeah, I don't, there's not much to say about like strategy. Just basically get to the group and the bottom of the climb, find your 20 to 30 minute power, depending on if you're a A or a D, and and find that one. Try to hold a group that's going about that fast. Try to get a little bit faster. So, so I think
1: one, one of the things that might be worth talking about is how much, how hard it's worth going to stay with the lead group to the climb. Like, it's not very far, but. Like if you, you don't want to go into the red there because you're going to pay for it. And it's, you're really only going to gain maybe 30 seconds, which you can lose a lot more than that by going
4: too deep. So even in, in race two where, you know, they were the, the winner averaged over five for the full race, uh, I was still right at around threshold, to the base of the climb. Yeah. Um, and that's as a high C. Um the things did kick off real quick once the climb started. And that was that was where make making a choice about how much to push and how like whether I'm in the right group with the right people, uh that that decision kind of got made for me. Yeah. Um, I think that I, yeah, if they were going harder, I probably wouldn't have kept pushing if I was up in the, you know, VO two range.
1: Well, but and it's for somebody that, yeah, if you're above threshold trying to stay on the back of the group, it's not worth it. That's the, I think that's probably the line for me too. I mean, there's a lot of, there is a fair bit of time to be gained by being in the group but it's not worth going above.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's about, it takes about four minutes, four to five minutes to get from the start line to the group that climbs. So yeah, if you're, if you're materially over threshold, you're probably uh, better to let it go. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is I, I mean, especially the thing is about that is, is if you're there, the people you're probably going to be racing against are bar burn matches. You will probably get them back in a hurry. Once yeah. you start going up the climb, I would say like for guys like Chris and I, and probably even to a certain extent, Sean, like if you let the, I mean, 30 seconds is a lot to make up on that climb. It is. Like That's a lot of power to make up. If you're letting those guys get 30 second advantage of you at the start of that climb. So. I'd so it say... turned out uh,
4: just looking at my stuff now, the, from the bait, from the pens, to the banner, the, the or the com start line. Uh, I was a little over five minutes, and I averaged exactly the same power as I did on the climb. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was there. It it was basically just extending the over unders of the climb. Yeah.
1: climb. Well, and it looked like you were. Yeah, it watching you because we did have the camera on you sean um it, it looked like you were just hanging on at that power too like was, it, you weren't
4: for that first part
1: yeah
4: uh i knew that it, it was if it sped up much more i was willing to let him go yep but again all the people that i was kind of pacing off of you know you look around the group You race with these people all the time you know who you should be about with and they were all still there
0: so you're going to stay there yeah i'm staying there yep Uh, any advice for d's antoinette if they're doing a this climb have you done this before
2: uh pace yourself (laughs) um yeah save your, uh, save your energy for, uh, your weakness. So,
0: yeah. Super
3: short compared to ZRL.
2: That's true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're going to get into that later. We'll yeah, we that. are and, uh, <laughs> trying to get you worked up
2: <laughs> Get my, uh, get my torch lit pretty soon. But I was so, super
0: impressed in race too. Like there were people that must've been D's coming through like 10, 12, 15 minutes after the lead guys just plunking away. Yeah. Give her. Go to it, guy. I was super impressed.
1: Yeah, and I'm um, not. Uh, I'm actually not sure who that was. um That we uh that we were watching there. Uh, Emily, I think it was. But anyway, she seemed, she, she uh, seemed
4: pretty pretty stoked to be on.
1: I, yeah, oh, at least she? based on well, based on the comments. Yeah. I, I think it. that was Emily Brown. Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: At 38 minutes, right? So that's 14 that's minutes after right. the 16 minutes after the leaders.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I said, she
1: the nice solid 2.7. Yeah. Yeah. Geez. She's a
2: Heidi.
4: Um, I would say I'm I'm guessing that for most of us, climbing bike, your most oh, yeah. climbing setup makes most sense. It's it's only 5% average, so I could see an argument for Tron,
0: but if if you were, I guess the the two arguments I'd make for Tron is number one, if you know that you could hold the front and be in the front for the sprint, you might want the arrow. And secondly, that if you know you're not going to make the front, but you know you're going to be in your group, like you're kind of like lighter and can be in your group and you want to win the sprint. But for most people like you're probably not going to finish within five seconds if anyone. so you might as well just take your lightest one and pray <laughs> yep. yeah
1: it does tend to spread out a bit yeah okay well i mean i guess that's pretty much hwr for the week um <laughs> climbers gambit
3: climbers gambit chris We are, we're heading back to Watopia to roast some chestnuts by the open fire that is the volcano. Uh, It's a whole lot of lava capped at 12k, so that'll get us through um, most of a lead-in lap of the volcano flat. The volcano climb starts at about the 7.5 mark, I think. Looks about right. Sounds right. Yeah, and then so Banner slightly after the loop at the top, I think. But we will be able to finish the climb this week. Good luck, have fun, don't die. Bike choice, everybody. What are we thinking? Tron? Is this a
0: Tron?
4: I don't think no. so. I no? think this is a T-T? fast TT bike. Yeah. Maybe a climby fast
0: TT bike? Yeah, climby TT bike.
4: Climby TT bike. But I mean, we- it's, again... If you're looking at the the segment, it is 3.8k at 3% average.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. You'll do like over 30, I think. Like low 30s for Bs, Cs, and Ds will be lower. But hmm.
1: yeah, I mean, de- yeah, definitely for for everybody who's B and probably all Cs as well. You you want arrow over you don't want a climbing bike. Yeah. not a climbing, but I would
3: I would have gone Tron. so I'm glad I listened to this podcast. Thank you guys.
1: Well, that's one uh um, Eric Schlange has tested and the venge with the disc is faster than the Tron up this. So okay. but I mean that's the 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 prototype me when I'm in shape 300 watts at 75 kilograms.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and a TT is heavier but more arrow. So
3: yeah, interesting. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, this brings us. This will be week seven of nine. So we've got this. We have a Christmas edition next week, and then we have a New Year's Eve, and that'll wrap wrap up the series. And then we will recalibrate, uh,
0: reschedule, relaunch in the new year. This little triplet of petite volcano box. This is like your. Five to ten minute climb specials.
1: These are these are nice little hill climbs. Yeah, yeah.
4: Part of why I did the uh, the HWR today is so that I can actually, as Brent would say, give her tomorrow <laughs> yeah. on the volcano. Uh, because when I'm when I'm doing the the double, I don't really go hundred percent on Climber's Gambit, knowing that I'm backing it up with HWR. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to actually maybe do a hundred percent effort and then maybe rest an hour and see how I feel about doing a tiny races for the first time.
3: Different sort of doubleheader, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Brent, are you going to give her or did you, you gave her all on the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I'm going to, I'm going
0: to give her a try tomorrow. I mean, I know I'm not going to be any good know if I have to get on the scale and make some adjustments there too, after. A week of feeling sorry for myself, but you know. <laughs> so I'll, I'll probably be HWR tomorrow because I didn't race today. That stuff, but I may, we'll see. We'll see between Stampede and Climbers Gambit on Sunday.
3: Nice. I'll, I'll see you on that Sunday. That Sunday noon slot is becoming my new go to because the girls started tennis lessons on Saturdays midday. So I have to yeah. bump my gambiting to Sunday now in the near term. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Which I guess brings us to. Well, do you know what we skipped over, Craig? Is we HBR. We're beginner.
1: Yeah. Oh, we did skip HBR. Sorry,
0: I, I need to reorder the. We uh, the I need to reorganize the spreadsheet. It's it's all about the spreadsheet. I know it is. <laughs> handful of, no, yeah, handful. Yes, of gravel. it is. It yeah, is yeah. handful of gravel. I've never. I don't know if I've ever done this course.
1: Uh, you haven't. Yeah, uh, you're going to next week.
3: <laughs> oh right. <laughs> <laughs> injure yourself just re-injure yourself you can skip it <laughs> so no i
1: uh, honestly I, I i mean it's definitely a mountain bike or gravel bike course but um i think it's an interesting little race course to do three laps on
0: or five laps on it's it's jungle to Maya. is that what it is
1: no so yeah so you you leave it's the from the jungle pens down it's the top half of the of jungle circuit.
0: Yeah, okay. so you you like you, you, you cross le- at Mayan and back up. Yeah, but yes. you go left. You go Got left.
1: It. You go left at the Y. Cross the rope bridge down, and then there's a stone arch right before, or like just a little bit ways before you get to the Mayan bridge. So that is the start mm-hmm. finish line. So it's lead into there. So then the lap start across the Mayan bridge, back up to the, the top of the, uh,
4: the jungle loop and then around. And you're right at clockwise uh, which is the, the way that you don't usually go for the, for the for there. Yeah.
3: yeah. The jungle pens are the one
4: that's like the road to sky start, right?
3: So you get yeah, a little bit of road. road. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a little bit of road, but I mean, absolutely not enough to justify right. using a road bike. Yeah. Um, given that you're doing well, so HBR, we're doing three laps. I think we're doing. Uh, well, we might as well talk about it. We're we're doing it next week again.
0: How many laps are you doing HWR? <laughs> oh, um, same three. All right.
1: Yeah, I think it's the same three.
0: All right. Yeah. What a uh, what do d racers think about dirty nonsense like this, Antoinette?
2: Uh, first off, it's dirty. And also it's nonsense. Um, I personally, you know, I personally like um, the gravel routes. I mean, as long as you're on the right bike and everybody else is too, it's honestly, it's kind of fun, you know, because especially if you're not someone who actually goes out and gravel rides, it's just kind of fun to pretend you're on there. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to. Um, also to fly by people on uh, Trons and things like that if you're on a gravel bike. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, I think when I was starting out, I probably minded the dirt more. Um, but I, I mean, I like it now. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how many people complain.
0: The one part of gravel racing that I think is justifiably grump inducing is you can't see what's happening. Like I, you can't. Mm-hmm i know you're in a group and the dust comes up you just can't pick out like if there's a break or anything going which i guess maybe part of the racing i guess get to the front watch what's going on but um it can be a bit annoying do different camera
3: angles help with that they can
0: you could get the overhead i don't think like anything else closer in wouldn't be any good yeah
4: you could just run the uh sauce for zwift and and have the uh (laughs) the groups tell you tell you when someone is attacking yeah and i do need to
1: know i do need to note that we did uh we did amend this to two laps for beginner it's going to be three for hwr next week it is two laps for beginner sorry i i knew though i knew i had i had done something but i couldn't remember what it was (laughs)
2: it's yeah, a Very long lead-in nice. at 4.1 uh, kilometers for the lead-in yeah i
0: mean the lead-in's all downhill yeah that'll <laughs> well, be nice it's, <laughs> it's the lead-in is like when you get to that stone arch basically is that the yeah yeah okay cool uh all right do we skip over bound goats and we'll do the other regular ones and we'll come back for our uh
4: bike I, I mean bike choice for this is going to be oh you said mountain or gravel. I think that the the crux is probably the fastest, the crux with the gravel wheels, since there's some climbing. Um, there's not much climbing.
1: So, yeah, A, there's not much climbing, and B, um, and this is why I mentioned the mountain bike, it's a downhill finish. Ah. So, um, yeah, there, there's definitely an argument to be had here for, for a mountain bike um where so it's if if it's going to be a be a strung out and solo yeah if you're riding it on your own you're going to be fastest on a gravel bike and probably the crux or the asparo or whatever um but yeah get the get this the new special wheels too but uh Mountain yeah, bikes
3: most, tend quicker than gravel bikes? They do
4: because they're heavier.
3: Okay, but you can, you, can super bike, you can super tuck on a gravel bike and you cannot super tuck on a mountain bike. So I guess it just. I about,
4: doubt it's going fast enough. I doubt you'll be going right. fast enough to super tuck. It's
0: the terminal velocity there, I think, it would matter. Plus, if you're in the finish, you're not going to be super tucking anyway. You're going to be, you know.
3: Never underestimate my ability to super tuck across it.
0: Fair point. <laughs>
1: Have you ever watched Orjan? Holy cow, he super tucks in spots I didn't think were possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I the other thing about gravels, if you're starting, you'll make the group, and then probably they'll all be a bit tired getting up the on the climb. It'll all settle down by then. So
1: yeah. So anyway, I I don't know. I honestly I. I think it's probably a wash. Um, I mean, I, I think uh yeah, if you're worried about holding the group, definitely go gravel. Um, I, I don't not that it's not likely to make a huge difference because there's not really that much climbing on each lap,
0: but yeah, every little bit helps. And uh, you know, race more than once, try them both and send us a comment and let us know. Yeah.
4: yeah. There you go.
3: Yeah, and either way, make it a full like full gravel experience, and pack a couple of beers in your bar bag, and maybe. Realize. Yeah, yeah.
4: Are you talking about doing another fondo, Chris?
0: <laughs> They're all fondos in my, in my world. <laughs> stops for a bagel in the middle of Innsbruck. Yeah, yeah. There should be support stuff Good. <laughs> All right. We'll go to the stampede. This week is 30 kilometers on Petit Boucle, So 30 kilometers on Petit Boucle will be the flat bits with aqueduct, the r- little rolly bits, and then up and down Petit KOM. And the finish line should be give Ooh. or take the bottom of Petit KOM. So that's, that's a, that's an interesting course. Yeah. So we went, uh, there's two kind of objectives here. Number one, Like to get a little bit of longer stuff in because we've had well, we had Serpentine A, which was kind of long, but you know, last week we did 12 and a half on flat and two to try and like finish with like that feature at the end, the petite KOM is like the defining end feature and like up and down the petite KOM. so. So it's kind of a bit of a it is a pacing exercise, right? Like how much can you give for 25 kilometers and then have a little punch to get up the climb and then you know, you're not going to want to totally coast down the backside, it's not quite steep enough for that. But you know, you you will want to have some gas to try and 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 it'll be like interesting if you're battling guys in your group. Like I know there's guys that I race close to similar times, but you know, they're a little lighter, a little heavier, whatever. So you know, the heavier guys are probably gonna be putting time end up for the first 25k. And those light guys will be trying to make it all up on the petite KOM. So how much you're gauging that against your, all you can really see right on the TT profile is like that time difference. If you can figure out when other people started. So, you know, you watch the, but I know like the guys who do the TT every week, like Kev Fowler and Neil Atherton and, um, Alan Richardson and stuff like we watch, we see each other's times on there. We know when we're making up time on the guys around us who we race with every week. So, um, should be good. I think it's, I think it's a good TT course, you know,
4: and that's up the, uh, the side that is the start of Ben top. No, so I think not, it's up the regular direction. Isn't it? I don't think it is. I think the Petit KOM actual segment is the, is the end of the, the
0: petite Boucle course. Right, Cause I think the full Petit Boucle actually does it twice, <laughs> like each direction. Uh, it does it once each direction. Yeah. 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 right
4: and i think it, i'm I'm looking at the route profile right now and it ends with the petite kom and then comes down to the marina for the sprint
0: correct yeah you're so yeah you're right you're, you know, so it's up the reverse down the forward yeah not that there's i mean there's no material difference in the profile but yeah yeah i, I think it'll be a good tt and then we've got some fun stuff for christmas so I don't think there's much else. Fastest TT bike. <laughs> it's the standard. <stampede. laughs> yeah. Put on a cool TT helmet. <laughs> what is uh oh bullseye?
1: Yeah. Yep. So bullseye, we have six laps of Neokio Crit Course, which is 13
0: sprints. Good lord. Yes. So it's it's um castle and alley, if I recall correctly.
1: I believe you're correct,
0: which sounds worse than it is because they are they're almost exactly half the course apart. They're not close, so yeah. it is about fifteen hundred meters ish, seventeen hundred meters between the that like gets bullseye. Right, so it's just the line. So it's yeah. line to castle seventeen hundred meters, alley line seventeen hundred meters. Do that six times.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the oh, only oh. thing to watch here is that the lap banner is not the same as either of the sprints so the finish line correct. is going to be a different spot you're not going to have practiced the finish line
0: correct and i can actually tell you where the finish line is it is about 150 meters past the start of the alley sprint yes so i just did i just did neokio crit on um, stampede so yes watch if you're if you're in this for the finish watch that Line that it is as soon as if you're coming out of if you can if you whoever's raced enough Niokio at this point but if you can picture you go through Castle Sprint you do all the Castley bits and just as you're coming out of the castle you're gonna hang a left hand turn you're gonna see the alley finish and then that finish banner is right there
3: yeah uh. <laughs> you want to okay. do some online stuff and then collect alley and then finish points right
0: um yeah mm-hmm. you could do that if you can break away and keep it away for the last lap. If you have that much stamina after 13th, for whatever we do be at point easy. 11. I don't, I don't, I don't give her.
3: <laughs>
1: <this>. <laughs> so yeah, that then. Uh, so, I guess we al- com- we already talked about next week's uh, HWR being handful of gravel.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um I we have not received a message. I don't think from. Uh, Mr. DeFreitas, about what the Mountain Goats course is this week. So, uh, Craig has received some suggestions from Carrie McBride. It it was Carrie McBride, yes. About what the Mountain Goats route is this week. So, uh, Matt, Craig's going to read them out. We're going to have a quick chat and discussion. And then we're going to vote. Craig's going to do it right here live on the air and set it up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, we have uh, first contender, uh, Bigger Loop. So that's the epic in it. (laughs) It's got epic in it. I'm trying to remember whether that one has radio tower or not. Oh. It does it does not. That's okay. So that actually that one's not too bad. So that Mm -hmm. one, oh, so that one you go through the bigger loop, you go through the desert.
0: That mountain goats right. And then
4: out into the jungle. You do the jungle loop
0: oh but i mean
3: if the the mountain goats are all summit finishes right so you'd call it at the top of epic yeah i think so
0: Yep. oh okay oh okay so it would be be relatively short it would only be like uh 25 kilometers yeah yeah unless you do a lap and a half (laughs) (laughs) that's probably unnecessary well i mean you could do 42 and end coming out of the jungle
1: i suppose that's not really a summit
0: no, it is not.
1: <laughs> okay. Um so the next one was um Lorraine. Um yeah, so the next one's is Lorraine. Uh so I mean that's a, that's a beauty. That, that
0: that's got my vote already. Vol 2 to the chalet, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, Vol 2 to the chalet. Um I I mean that was that was one of the 2020 Tour de France on Zwift races, right? Um that's uh that's pretty good.
0: And it, I'll say this, if you're only going to the chalet, the worst parts of N2 haven't happened yet.
4: Yep. Yep. That was what I was going to say is that like it's the it's the like doing soul destroying. it's doing the parts of N2 that are reasonable.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you do so you do petit KOM and yeah, there, even and if you keep going to the camera top, camera you don't camera. get the uh, you don't get the the Vontu segment because you started in a different place.
3: But you do get the newly released Lorraine route badge. Right. So yes, which that, was you
1: heard of trust? this suggestion?
0: Yep. Yeah. So
3: it's
1: a new route uh, badge.
3: It is now. Yeah. Brand new. Ah. So I think that might draw in some badge hunters, which would help with race numbers. Just
4: saying. And what was so, the third option? Pretzel. Just Ooh. the regular pretzel? Oh. The regular pretzel. So
1: that would be evil. Um, so that is...
4: Oh, 72K, okay.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, although you out. wouldn't
4: do the full the full thing.
1: No, but I, I mean, if we're going to do pretzel, I think you have to finish that on the second on, on at the top of uh, reverse epic, don't you?
4: Yeah, at like 54k thereabouts.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's up epic up the radio tower up Zwift KOM oh. reverse Zwift KOM forwards. Epic and reverse. Uh, then up epic
3: reverse. God, I've done
0: all plan. these, and I think of myself as an idiot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think these are our next three weeks on mountain goats. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it's that, it's not. True.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah, so what do we have for this week? I guess let's uh, let's take a vote.
0: Uh, are you going to call them out, and we'll raise hands, or you count them out as we go?
1: Okay, so let's go bigger loop. Who's for bigger loop?
0: That's a zero. That's a zero. <laughs> oh, my.
1: Okay. Uh, pretzel. Who's for pretzel?
0: <laughs> That's awesome. all right.
3: Wow. wow. next week? Pretzels next week.
1: Excellent. So we have clear winner. Votes this week is yeah. ...Lorraine. the queen. Baby sure. Amozani. The Queen, here, here. Long live. Yeah. We say that anymore? We don't. don't we know. say the, we, we say the King. Oh.
0: But
2: uh, well, we don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start an actual incident about the monarchy on our Swift cycling podcast. <laughs> Possibly, we
1: should stop there. <laughs>
0: And apologies to all the brits who love the big tron <laughs> the rebels from the colonies are coming after him.
1: oh dear okay so moving on um we have i
4: guess hbr I, I, next week's hbr
1: no next week's hbr is a one of my favorites so we have uh, and this is actually the second time happened about a month ago right yeah we did it a month ago it is it is one of the very best courses for this type of race so i, I i'm willing to throw it in again uh nathan really wanted it so uh yeah we're gonna do Santa and sequoias again awesome and uh, yeah, I, I really do think that is a terrific route for beginners because it's the very easiest terrain for a group to stay together to start and then a race through the rollers
4: and then a finish. So, Antoinette had that one go last month.
2: What did we do it last month <laughs> you know the races all kind of blur together um yeah. I mean I always like sand and Sequoias it's a great course I like to ride it I like to race it I mean it's just a fine course um and it's a good way to learn um, you know regardless of what you're doing it's a good way to learn how to hang on <laughs> um, because uh, it's uh, very easy to get dropped um, if you're not paying attention like on the rollers
4: I'm pretty sure that that was the first herd race that I did was an HSRl on sand and Sequoias
2: that was probably one of the first places I got dropped. So <laughs> good times. <laughs> like, oh, hi, okay. was. rollers. Then,
1: <laughs> cool, cool, All nice. Right. I think I probably remember that one. I don't think I remember you specifically, Sean, but uh, I'm pretty sure I uh, I raced that. Maybe not the same race, but nope. But, Cy Seymour, yeah. Marieline. Yeah. Right. So Cy and I would have been avoiding each other at that point. (laughs) We were going for the, uh, for first overall. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that that was the,
4: that was the one before I knew the, the, how HSRL works. (laughs) Ah, yes.
1: (laughs) We all did that once. So, and we, we have a, uh, A a scheduled uh, rant from Antoinette here. Oh boy. Wow.
4: (laughs) About the monarchy.
2: Uh, (laughs) No! (laughs) The stakes could not be lower. (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh, well. CRL. So, yes. Um, Yeah, you know, it was a real long race for D. uh, there's a line between hard and soul crushing. <laughs> um, you know, and even I like, you know, we always joke we're in the, I'm in the heart of Bobcats and, you know, we joke about there's type one fun and type two and type three um, where type two is it's terrible while you're doing it. And then it's fun afterward. and Then type three is it's not fun afterward either, but this was beyond type three. It was, <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> and yeah, um, you know, I mean, an hour is plenty and, um, you know, especially for D's and like last year we did three laps, I think. Um, yeah. so yeah. And that was plenty because the fastest D racers came in about an hour, which is perfect for a night, uh, a weeknight race. Um, you know, especially when you're, you've got, you know, a fair amount of people who aren't even starting until seven 30, um, on the East coast. Um, and especially with women, um, you know, it's twenty twenty almost three and, but I mean, still, you know, there's having to put kids to bed and, you know, childcare duties and fixing dinner and things like that. And maybe it's, I mean, you know, we have people on our team who that's their one night a week for themselves and they don't necessarily want to be spending it for two hours racing, especially when there's a, um, a, uh, a t- apparently a time limit um that we bumped into on races as well um of it seems like about an hour 50 is the um limit um imposed by like some sort of data transfer or something from Swift power but uh, yeah um i mean and i think you know someone posted on the swift racing league you know basically um a valid um complaint about the length of it and the difficulty level and um, you know, judging by the responses, I mean, to me, it seemed like there were, you know, there was quite a bit of agreement that it was excessive, um, a fair amount of mansplaining on there about how basically, well, maybe you need to train harder, um, to be faster, but it's like, okay, but, the you, people you, who are you know, in the D's. Well, but really to everybody. I mean, honestly, it was kind of like, yeah, you know what? I really like the courses I did well on too, you know. <laughs> and it's like, you know, but I mean, even if I I mean, I personally didn't do well on this at all. Um, it was very soul crushing for me. But even the people in our, in our team um who did uh well were like, oh my God, why? You know, <laughs> I mean, it was really bad. And um it's just, I mean, it's very difficult. And, you know, I'm, you know, certainly as a, a permittee myself, I mean, I would like to see racing be um, inclusive and um, accessible, and this isn't it. Um And I've seen, you know, I, I thought there was a little bit more hope in the last round of ZRL because it did seem to be a little bit uh, shorter races than the previous rounds, but, um, you know, this one, um, you know, it's, it, I mean, it was just like, seriously I mean like I didn't even want to have anything to do with CRL anymore after this race (laughs) and um you know and uh you know I mean nobody nobody felt good about that race afterward even if they had done well they're like that sucked you know and not in a whoo, that sucked you know but like no seriously that sucked kind of way um and it's I mean it's unfortunate and it's hard especially when you've you know you've got teams where either you've got beginners or you've got, you know, people who are, for whatever reason, you know, going to be in D for a while, um, if not always, you know, for whatever reason, um, and, you know, and they don't mind that. And it's like, they just want to race because maybe they've never had that, you know, opportunity, uh, to race, you know, in real life or whatever. And, you know, or maybe this is a safe space for them to do it because they're at home and nobody can really see who they are or whatever, you know, but then it's like, okay, wait, I sucked at that. Well, you know, I don't, I don't, maybe men don't go through this, but you know, I mean, women are, you know, like, uh, you know, what? clearly I was stupid to even try this, you know, I mean, I felt like that. And I've been racing for like, you know, two years on Zwift and several years, um, you know, in real life. And, you know, I've been running for like 10 years and, you know, I'm, I'm that, you know, I'm the big girl out on the course and hopefully other women see me out there and go, well, Hey, if she can do it, I can do it too. And, you know um that's important to me to be like well you know and i'm slow and you know that's fine and uh you know just get out there and do it for yourself who cares what anybody else thinks and i just i don't want to see you know zRL um, become this kind of elitist thing where it's hard to recruit people you know into teams because i mean our t- oh my God, our team is so amazing i mean we have the best chat ever you know it's just we're silly and goofy and we act like 12 year old boys and you know <laughs> Um, there's lots of eggplant emojis running around. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know. I mean our the bobcats are just amazing and you know and there are people who you know are kind of in and out from season to season whether you know they're maybe training for um, a half marathon or they've got you know kids sports or something that's keeping them out you know so they're they're back and forth and then some people have been in it for literally the entire time since what august of 2020 who are still on the same team and you know it's just really fun and you know we love that people feel welcomed and um and you know like come in and join us, you know, the more the merrier. So, um, but it's hard. Um, it's hard, you know, when it's, when it's a a bad race and when people are like, Oh, races are supposed to be hard, but you know, your heart is different than mine is, you know,
4: (laughs) is it, um, I'm looking at the results right now and it, it does look like it got spread all over the course. Uh, like The biggest group I'm seeing is like maybe four or five people finishing together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm assuming that's part of the soul crushingness, is just you're (laughs) out there doing a time trial on this really hard course.
2: I think that's part of it. Um, I mean, we're fortunate in that um, America's East is a a pretty big field um, for women's only. Um, And, you know, I mean, I would say that normal races are probably. I think usually there's usually what, like 11, 12 teams with six apiece. So, you know, about 65 to 70, um, actually show up for most weeks this week, there were 49. I mean, that tells you something about like, I mean, and granted, yes, I know it's the holidays. People are sick, but I mean, you know, we were, we were short a writer or two and we're like, you know, I mean, I was like, I mean, I'll try to find a sub, but I mean, I don't blame people. I wouldn't want to race this either. You know, I don't want to raise this, yeah. um, you know, and, um, I mean, so it was difficult to find people and you know, clearly it was much lower participation, um, which is unfortunate for the last race of the round and for the year too.
4: I have I have noticed this, so even the winning time was about the same amount of time that the A's were out on course, uh f- that that won in the in the women's A's. Um
0: yeah, but the back end was like way later. <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, and that's
1: not the people that whose right, times well, didn't
4: finish. So yeah. what I was getting at is, that, right. uh, you it's it's kind of rough to make the the uh, people who aren't at the peak level of fitness race for just as long to much longer, giving just as much effort. It's not mm-hmm. like you're not trying as hard. The D races, like the D riders that are riding for potentially up to two hours are like, they're riding hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it ends up being a bigger effort yep. for D than it is for A, which that's absolutely. a little.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, and, you know, we were um, the, the uh, captains and I were, you know, kind of talking about that. It's like, you know, we have a wide variety of experience, but, you know, for the most part, just all across most D riders. Don't have that, you know, background of maybe endurance sports or any kind of competition, you know, maybe this is their first experience of this, you know, so they go, uh, you know, hey, um, yeah, I'm going to be like going basically at what's peak effort for me for, I mean, even an hour is a long time if you're not used to that, you know, I mean, it'd be like, okay, I don't, I'm not a runner, but I'm going to go out and try to run a 10k now. You know and I mean yes for some people it takes you know 45 minutes for some people it takes over an hour and some people it takes closer to an hour and a half or longer you know I mean and it is I mean it's uh there's a very um there's a big a psychological toll too to to be doing that for that long because you know people are like oh well you know, maybe, you know, faster people may be like, well, you know, oh, but yeah, it sucked, but it sucked for us too. And it's like, well, okay, but if you're an A or B, you're probably, you know, more used to this, or, you know, maybe you're, you know, lighter weight, or you do something else that maybe has prepared you for this. But, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's not the same as racing in like A and B, you know, D is supposed to be inclusive. I mean, it's not just beginners who are on their way up to B and A, you know, <laughs> or even high Cs, you know, it's, it's people who, I mean, they just want to participate, you know? I mean, it's literally, you know, it can be the participation league and that's totally okay. At least with us, it is, you know, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's not with ZRL, um, but you know, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's I have a little
0: sympathy for, I have a little sympathy for ZRL and trying to come up with like, like ZRL as an event has everything from like, I've raced an A1 against guys who are probably like racing in like pro teams in their small home country or something like that. And then try and make a course that then also fits everything down to like the home cycling enthusiast. Like that's a, mm-hmm. I, I have sympathy for that challenge. Absolutely. Um,
4: it's not that difficult to say,
0: but, but when you especially one like this and you have laps, yeah. like <laughs> you another lap. Out, yeah. But. yeah. Like, I think
4: I mean, the, the one that made that, that I remember being like, wow, that seems really rough was when everyone was racing the same thing for, I think it might've been Innsbruck it was like the Innsbruck KOM after party yeah where there yeah. were like three laps on the flats and then the climb
3: mm-hmm.
4: yeah. um that one seemed a little a little rough yeah,
2: yeah.
3: it, it yeah. Does have sympathy when there are laps that can be adjusted down that's the mm-hmm. thing yeah
2: Well, yeah. And, and then the other thing is that, you know, and I I get where maybe you could go, okay, well maybe we do four laps for C, which is, I mean, that's still a lot, but then maybe three for D, but honestly, you know, some of the, you know, there's quite a few D's actually racing in C because maybe their team, you know, like the only choice that they have, if they want to be on a particular team, all they have is a C team so they race you know they race higher and that's fine um you know i mean you know obviously not trying to make you know oh let's make sure that they're you know suited too i mean that's that's up to them there's plenty of D teams if they you know like to do that um, and if they're doing that they're not you know they're not sitting there complaining that it's too long because hey i'm in D and i'm racing C but um you know uh but yeah i mean certainly the you know, the high D's, I mean, you know, if it's a struggle, even for the high D's, um, you know, that's, that's a lot. And honestly, you know, I think, like I said, you know, for the most part, the D's are going to be, you know, less experienced in endurance sports And an hour is really a pretty good size toll on, um, the body. Even if you just, if you don't even factor in like any home responsibilities on a Tuesday night or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, we have a racer who's actually in, um, Newfoundland. I always get that confused with Nova Scotia. Sorry, I'm such an American. But um, you know, she's way over she's an hour, she's an hour and a half later than um Eastern time. So, you know, it starts at what, nine o'clock?
1: Half an hour. Only half an hour.
2: Oh, is it half an hour? Okay. So she starts at, you know, she starts at eight (laughs) o'clock. Oh Oh, no, oh
1: from Eastern. Half an hour past Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. So an an hour and a half, yeah.
2: Yep. So yeah, so she's I mean she's already starting late and there aren't really a lot of options um you know no. the South America league is uh, seemed to not be super populated um <laughs> yeah. and um you know which was unfortunate but um you know maybe that'll grow but yeah I mean you know so I mean, for her to participate, you know, she doesn't even start until what, nine o'clock, I guess, um, her time. And then, you know, that ends at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday night (laughs) and, you know, to try to wind down and, you know, all that it's, it makes for a really long night. Um, and of course we're on our chat, you know, like (laughs) spinning and, you know, and that kind of thing for probably good, at least an hour after the race anyway, just trying to wind down. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I know it's a long night as
0: a bee doing that course. Like I would have been. Like I, I, I didn't race this week because I was hurt. But even if I could have raced, it would have been a bit of a pain in the butt because, like, it, I kind of have like an hour budgeted my lunch hour for this, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it would have like started creeping into my other things that I need to do <laughs> that start because right. we would have been. Uh, so um, finishers were an hour ten, hour seventeen, hour nineteen. You know. So.
1: I raced this with America's West because the Griffins were short. Um, I got dropped before we went up Libby the first time. So I wasn't feeling great Tuesday, Uh, but we, we only had four. So I had to start. And then I'm like, "Ah, I guess I might as well keep going for now. And I, I did kind of work into it. I felt better after I felt better after a lap, (laughs) I guess. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I took an hour 36 to, uh, to finish. Um, yeah, that's, it's a long go now. I will say, you know, right now, realistically, I'm a strong C, um, when I was close to the pointy end of B and we did this course, it was a lot of fun. This is a really good race course when you're at the front um <laughs> yes. it, it, it's a lot of fun and it's a challenge and yeah you're racing people but doing a whole bunch of laps of it is a grind
2: and the, i mean and that finish i mean you know that um i can never keep the the climb straight on that the long governor street the yeah, that one, <laughs> the, the, i'm always like the one with the name on it um not the number but um Yeah. I mean, it it is, it's a slog, especially to finish like that. I really prefer the reverse where you're starting out going downhill because I mean, uphill finishes suck, but then, you know, when you've already done, what is it, I guess, eight times up some KOMs plus three other times up, you know, governors, it's just like, Oh my God, is this ever going to end? Like I want to jump off of the bridge right now. This sucks. I want to quit. I mean, I really and truly wanted to quit the race like please drop out please drop out <laughs> so yeah. I mean it was and that's I mean that's terrible but um yeah and like I said I mean I'm, I'm on board with it's supposed to be hard like my road ID literally it says it's supposed to be hard um but you know there's hard and then there's uh why it's
0: still supposed to be fun
2: yes it is still, still, still supposed to be fun yeah
0: all right well duly noted <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll and make
4: sure to let to let <laughs> we'll WTRL send a link to, know yeah send
0: a link to Martin or,
2: yeah. Or, so. yeah he'll so, be like oh this one again
4: <laughs> well I mean yeah this, this
0: was <laughs> but, you know
1: this was heavily discussed in the ZRL uh Facebook group mm-hmm. um and uh yeah anyway I I will say like I've definitely right from when I started running I mean. I was pretty fast right from when I started, and I kind of looked at the people that were coming in later, like holy cow, because at that point, like I can't even run for that long. And this was this was you know, my first my first road race was a five miler, and I was like, I I could run for about as long as it took me. Uh, yeah, the people that were coming in half an hour later, I'm like, I can't run for that long. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, there's, it, it becomes a different, a different event. Like, it, and that's yeah, the, it, is. it, it yeah, it's it, a half marathon for a really fast runner is running at threshold, um, for, Most you know, the, 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 the half marathon for a lot of recreational runners is more like an, an elite running a marathon. hmm
2: yeah. So, and, you know, and you yeah. see that just in the difference of like, you know, fueling because like I tried it yep. because of my own experiences with, um, you know, being a, 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 a I, I don't like to use the word slow or fat or whatever, because there's always someone who is coming in behind you or is, you know, maybe wears a bigger size than you do, you know? And so it's, it, you know, I don't want people going, uh, cause I have felt that way before. It's like, okay, they're calling themselves fat because they've got like 10 extra pounds. What do they think of me? You know? <laughs> um, and of course we're our own, um, worst critics, but, you know, I've, I've been the, um, you know, I've. I have experience in being, um, in the more social pace, um, of the half marathon and, you know, the people going, oh, well, I don't even fuel during a half marathon. It's like, well, good for you. It takes me literally at least two hours and 45 minutes. Okay. I mean, are you able to, you know, to exert yourself for two, over two and a half hours with nothing but water, you know, no, (laughs) and I'm not either. And of course I'm probably burning more calories than you are. So, you know, just per, you know, per pound. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I mean, it's, it's been a lesson that I try to tell, you know, our team that, you know, race your own race, don't worry about what anybody else is doing, you know, um, do what you need to do, um, and, you know, have little snacks or something, because, you know, if you're out there for more than probably an hour, you're going to need a little bit of a boost and, you know, and, you know, to, to do those things that, where you don't bonk basically, um you know, so, um, you know, hopefully that helps them, you know, I mean, I'm not a coach and I don't, (laughs) I don't claim to be, but, um, you know, hopefully just some little tips to, you know, to help them have a good experience because that's the most important thing is that they have fun and that they, that they come back and say, you know what, this was really cool. And I feel like, um, I can be successful here. Um, you know, whatever they, however they define success, we want that to happen. And that's what the herd's about too, just in general, you know, come one, come all, um, you know, we've we've got a place for you somewhere.
1: Yep, I'm the wrong person to talk to here because <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel for a marathon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you, you are know, not I've seen performing
0: optimally in that marathon. Then
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you can join my non-certified coaching services that I just advertised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a coach, but I'll coach you. (laughs) And I mean, you know, then I love that there's, you know, there's some in running, there's some, um, you know, marathons that are, you know, marathons for everyone where they have earlier start times, you know, so that, um, and I mean, you know, that again, there's the mental grit thing where maybe somebody walks a marathon. I mean, I can't even imagine that, but good for them, you know, where they start at, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, you know, where, um, to make sure that they're done by the time the course closes um, you know, eight or nine hours later or whatever. So, I mean, that's, that's a long time to be walking, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm all for any kind of inclusion. Um, and again, you know, in every area, inclusion matters, um, and representation matters. So, you know, I'm out there like, Hey, you know, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, uh, it was funny, actually a friend of mine, um, he was, uh, he was like, uh, somebody said, Oh, you're so inspiring. He's like, why? Cause I'm older. Cause I'm fat. <laughs> and it's like, you know, every, it was just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of how you feel. When somebody's like, you're so inspiring. It's like, okay, well, you know, what? I don't need you to elaborate on why, but thank you.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Might have to call that around the horn, <laughs> and We'll have to do <laughs> with this next week. I like it. Sounds good right. to me. So uh with all that said, we will say thank you to Craig Martin. Thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you to Chris Greenland. Thank you to Antoinette Smith. Enjoy your races, everybody. Moo, and good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.